Training in today's world should mean more than just PowerPoint. In our industry, we don't need warm bodies. We need knowledgeable, competent, continuously learning talent. Meyer Fire University is a new resource-filled platform that delivers year-round learning with over 2,000 visuals, hundreds of on-demand videos, software tools, cheat sheets, even an iOS and Android app, all with 100% money-back guarantee. We built Meyer Fire University to help you do good work. And at a cost that may surprise you, you can join too. Visit MeyerFireUniversity.com and help us shape the industry that we love. Like and subscribe. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Fire Sprinkler Podcast. On this episode, I have Joe, Joe Meyer from Meyer Fire University, uh, the blog, uh, everything else you've seen him in. Joe, how's it going today? Good, good. How are you doing, man? Good. It's, uh, I talk to you on the phone probably three or four times a week. Almost yeah. as much as I talk to my wife. Um, yeah. And every single time we wrap up a conversation, I'm like, dude, that's an episode. We could do it. We could do a weekly or a daily episode of all of the things that we kind of have floating around in our head. So I finally broke you down enough to get you to come on to talk about this because we've done presentations together virtually when COVID happened. But mm -hmm. I'm trying to think back. I don't have we done an episode together? We have. We've, we've done, done one a while ago. It was a while, back, a while yeah. ago. One of the early ones, yeah. One of the early, one of the OGs. It would be, it would be amazing if I was like, I was episode seven. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I wish, wish I knew the answer to that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I should, as the guy who knows his own podcast, should know the answer to that, but I don't. Yeah, don't you know that plaque up there that says episode number seven? Don't you remember that? I don't. Know. Uh, uh, you didn't get that from me. My wife <laughs> is sending out plaques that I don't even know about. Now you need to do <laughs> plaques for everybody. That's that's my pitch. Yeah. I, I have something in the works for things that I'm going to do for guests. I'm just working on the design of it, but I, there is going to be something. Versus platinum. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So yeah, gold versus platinum plaques. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to get like a ring that they can wear. And it's the equivalent to that engineer's pinky ring. It, a, absolutely. Ring. Yeah. It's even better because yeah. it's more expensive. Yeah, That's right. For some, <laughs> well, for some. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> sort of on topic. We never stay on topic with any of our conversations, but uh, the, the big topic that we're going to be talking about today is, is Meyer Fire University, which it's kind of cheating because I'm also involved in a small part with, with some of the courses and stuff like that. But, but Meyer Fire University has been out now for a year, two years, year and a half. We are coming up on two years from our launch this October. Yeah. And, and basically what you've created is an online training platform to take designers, either either designers with limited experience, designers with 10 years experience and kind of bringing them up to that next level. What was, what was kind of the thought process behind starting an, a training platform? Did you have issues with other shop training platforms or just you wanted to do something a little different? Well, I've, I guess the first piece is like, I wouldn't exactly call it training. Um, it includes training, but you know, not to get like totally philosophical, but uh, I don't we, We've talked about this a little bit, but I didn't really intend to get into this space. Uh, right. I was writing online. I was doing uh, software tools, which are just quick hitting designer based, mostly suppression tools. And I was asking contractors and consultants and talking to plane reviewers and fire marshals and inspectors and, Said, I got this idea for this tool or this cheat sheet or this flow chart. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And they said, that's great. Yeah, we use it. That's that's awesome. But that's not what we're struggling with. 
I'm like, all right, well, what are you struggling with? They're like, well, we got to get people off the ground. So we're losing people to retirement. We yep. uh, have trouble backfilling roles, uh, you know, in, in, in designer and plan review spaces. Everybody, everybody's struggling with labor, not just on, on the install piece, but on the, uh, you know, on the office side as well. And I said, we just got to get people off the ground. You know, mm-hmm. we, there, there's there's training that exists. But if I got somebody that's starting August 13, I can't wait till May to train them up. And, right. you know, with the on demand, like it's great. There, there's there's two week courses that are phenomenal, um, but they're on a timetable. And even if they're not, even if they are on demand, you know, they're really expensive. And we don't even know if this person's good or not. They're just starting. Right. You know, we're just trying them out. And then beyond that, you know, they're like they do a two week intensive. It's really good. They come back. But let's say like the best case scenario is they retain maybe 60 percent of that. You got a whole year before they go through any kind of formal training again. They're like, we need something all the time. We mm-hmm. need to be supporting. I wouldn't say young people, people new to the industry. If they're new to the industry, we need to support them like every day, all yeah. content, all the time. You know, get everything in, in front of them that we can. And, it, and it's, so, like, it's not just right. new. It's not just new people in the industry. Yeah. That's the issue that I mean, even from the fitting side, from the for the installing side. Um, a lot of guys in this industry think that just because you got your ticket, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to learn anymore. You're a fitter, you know it all, but that's never the case. Absolutely never the case. You should continue. I've been a fitter for, oh man, it's 12 years now. I've been, I've been, I've been a sprinkler fitter for 12 years now, which is, seems like a long time, but I, you know, there's still stuff that I learn every, every day. There's something you can learn in this trade every day. The codes and standards are released every three years. There's always something to learn. So even from, you know, the, the, the installation side and I'm a designer as well, there's always something new that's going to come out. That's going to, Oh, I didn't realize that. Right. Absolutely. And that's in the PE space too. You know, it's like, just because you get your PE, that's a, that's a, that's a threshold that we as a society deem is minimally competent. And like <laughs> our goal is not to be minimally competent. That's uh, uh, from the fitting side. When you say, as soon as a guy gets PE, he's minimally competent. It uh, <laughs> That's kind of funny to say. Like you, when you think about a professional engineer here, yeah, there's a professional engineer. He stamped it. It's, you know, that's it. What, what doesn't he know? He's an engineer. But, you know, yeah, that is, that's the same mindset. Yeah. He's a journeyman. Yeah. It's, it's a point it in time test. And I, and I don't want to belittle the PE. I, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan. I, 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 there's a lot of really good things about that. Uh, but continuous learning. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, I, I, I appreciate the uh, position that I'm in and, and I'm, I'm blessed to kind of work on the things and the high impact projects that I, I, I think can help the industry. I'm like, I, I feel really fortunate about that. And, and, and part of the good thing is with that is that I can outwardly say to the world that I'm not an expert in all these spaces. Right. And I and I, I appreciate that there are experts in spaces and you go on the forum every day and you can learn something new from somebody that has way more experience and way more depth in these areas than I do. And, um, you know, it's like people that don't know me or that meet me for the they say, oh, yeah, you know, all this stuff. about. It. Do you have a cheat sheet on ESFR? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not an ESFR expert. Like, yeah. that's not my space. I'll write to what I know. But in, in a way, um, it's like because of the platform and because of being able to write articles and, and, and being in that space, like I, I can openly admit, like I, I'm a professional engineer and 
And I, I've served as a qualified professional engineer in different roles and different things. Um, but I'm not an expert in every space. And and I, 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 this basically, you know, what we've created with my fire university, and I say we, because you are very much part of it. You say a small role, but you are very much part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, what, like this is what I want and this is what right. I have wanted, or I would have wanted if I were just coming out of school or I'm a few years in or right now, like there's, there's, there's areas that uh, we have experts teach on there that I'm less familiar with and I get to explore more depth and selfishly like that's amazing because the whole goal is that we're kind of blowing the lid off of um, you know what you can learn you you know with this premise is like a library card you you get access to the library you learn anything you want to learn like that's that's the goal and that's where we want to be is that you know if you're if you're stuck in in the back office of a you know, of a, a small group where they don't care about growing or learning or training or any of that. Okay, fine. Get a subscription here. Learn whatever it is you want to learn. If you're, you know, a, a sprinkler guy that's been doing it for 14 years, or if you're a fire alarm gal that's been doing it for 18 years and you've never learned the other side, go on here. You get yeah. all your stuff, you get all your training, but then you can learn whatever it is you want to learn over there too. And that's, that's the goal. It's like, we're just, we're just trying to blow the lid off of, um, you know, the potential that it's not, we're not holding back any information and we're not holding back anything um, that it would be helpful. So, you know, we've got video content on there and we we're, you know, we're, we're known for our visuals. So that's the way we go about it. But it's like, if we can create a checklist or a flow chart or a cheat sheet or a diagram or something that just cuts right to the point so yeah. that you can do better work, that's where we want to be. And that's what we obsess about. So, um, you know, you say training, I, I, I wouldn't say training, like the end goal, the things that like we, and we talk about this, you know, three or four times a week, the things we obsess about as part of this is how do we actually make the person on the other side way better at what they do? Right. And that's not, I'm not trying to pick on anybody at all, um, but that's not PowerPoint. PowerPoint doesn't get us there. Right. And I'm not saying like, oh, well, our video is so much better in PowerPoint. That's not the, that's not the goal at all. The goal is that you're actually way better at what it is you want to be doing, not that you've got a continuing education credit or that it's a certification or, you know, that you're checking a box because you need 15 hours a year. That is not the goal. It's not it's not training in the traditional sense that we think of with slide decks. Mm. This is like uncompromised learning is, is really kind of what we're going for here the comment that you that you made earlier and i new desk so i don't have a piece of paper here but but uh you you said you called it basically pit training point in time train uh point in time test yeah. right you you said point in time test and i was like that's exactly what all of these exams are is did you study enough the week before the day before the night before in your car before the test enough to pass that test and then everything went out the window that doesn't necessarily tests don't always necessarily equate to knowledge it's just on how prepared you are for that point in time and that's or, 100% or how right. effective you are in your role yeah too you know it's it's not it, it it's a point in time test and i know i know phenomenal pe's i know pe's that are not so and i, yeah. I would say the same for nice credential like it's it is a it is a point in time at uh you know passing with that knowledge and that and that's really really good but that our end goal is not just to have a credential our end goal is to be phenomenal in what it is we're doing if right. we're doing install if we're doing estimating if we're managing projects if we're doing design if we're doing inspection we we like we need people 
that are really, really excellent at what they're doing. And like, that's what, that's what you and I are about. That's what we're trying to figure out how to do. And that's what we obsess over is how do we make it so much easier and better and more productive. And at the end of the day, we, as an industry do fire protection a whole heck of a lot better than we are today. Like that's, that's where we are. So what courses right now, if somebody were to go to, to Meyerfire.com. Yeah. Myerfireuniversity.com is probably the best way to find everything. Gets you directly to the thing. What courses, if I were to go there right now and I didn't, I mean, I I just blanked and didn't say the correct website. So to say, if I didn't know where to go and I didn't, but (laughs) let's say I was going to the website, what courses are available right now? Because I know there is a lot. Overall, from an hour standpoint, how many hours of training are available right now? We're up to... We're up to like 48 hours um, on there. Yeah. But, it, you know, again, a, a piece of that isn't so much like how many time, how much time did I spend sitting in my seat yeah. Um, yeah. to accrue to hours? Like hours really isn't our end goal. Our end goal is that you watch a, a, a condensed, very meat heavy, uh, uh, you know, worth your time. And you can do exponentially more because of that time you spent getting that knowledge like th- right. that's what we're really concerned about so yeah it, it, it from traditional metrics yeah we're, we're at 47 48 49 hours something like that yep. um we've got content on uh plan review on the just basics of documentation we've got a lot on the suppression space we just released a series on hydraulic calculations um we've got a little bit on smoke control we've got a lot on means of egress and life safety so uh, the space that we're operating in is kind of a wide band, a fundamental understanding of what we feel somebody should know if they've been in the industry for about three years. And so if you're three years in on code consulting on the life safety side, or you're three years in as a sprinkler designer, or you're three years in uh, smoke control or something like that, what do you know? What do we think that you should know at that point? Right. That's what we want covered. And again, it's it's this <clears throat> it's this no limit process. So just because your role today is sprinkler design doesn't mean you you couldn't learn fire alarm or couldn't know sure. more about smoke sure. control or know more about code consulting and and know what a fire barrier versus firewall you know means and how that affects yep. your system and you know do you need a damper on a one hour fire barrier. Well, if you're a sprinkler person, you're probably like, that's not for me. I'm not, I'm not touching it, you know? Yeah. Does but it make no you wet? You I don't wait. need to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it, you know, is it, is it, um, you know, you, you, you could know the answers to all those things. You can know the background and you could look at a floor plan and go, oh, I can see where the, you know, all of the rated walls are going to be in this building. Like it yeah. just boom. Cause I know that stuff. And that's really cool. Like that's, that's the goal is that fundamentally, you know, we all understand that we're a wide band a whole lot better so that we're able to do our job. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the space we live in. We're working our way from the most introductory elementary material um, as we can and then building on that to get more and more complex. So this is kind of an always growing um, library, if you will. And uh, it's going to it's going to take us a long time to kind of reach the I don't know what you call the level of ambition that that yeah. we've got on this. We have, on, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you think about like everything that you would want somebody to know when they're three years in, and all these different facets of fire protection. Well, that's a lot of content. There's a lot of stuff yeah. that you need to get there. Um, so it's not an overnight deal, but you know, with the pace we're going, the amount of hands we got on this, and and what we're what we're pouring into it, 
Um, it's at a really good spot now. We're getting really good feedback, and I, I just see that getting a whole lot more traction, you know, going forward. So I ask you this a lot of the times, just because I'm curious myself, and I don't know if I've gotten a straight answer out of this all the time. What's what's the end game? What's the overall when this is done, and you can take a step back and say, "We did good work here." What's what does that look like to you? Because yeah. what I what I like about our conversations is you don't have that. Yeah. What not, I hate not, about our conversation is that you don't have that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I you know, it's like I, I operate on like basically a six month to two year window because that's really as far out as I can see. Anything beyond two years is just, it's just too far for me to predict, you know, sure. where, where to go and, and how to grow, what it will do. But, um, you know, I, I, so with the platform, um, it, we've, I see a reasonable end game, long-term end game as uh, it's, it's an accessible platform that's inexpensive enough that people just are on it and can learn whatever it is they want to learn. So it's not, there's no financial barrier. There's very little financial barrier would be the hope compared to the value that you get. And people are on it and we start to penetrate um, that, the, the can you edit that out? That's a that's, no, I don't not mean, even close. That's going to go the wrong way. That's going to be like your short <laughs> clip at the beginning. I was like, hey, Joe Myers, you want to penetrate the industry? Um, that's not it at all. You, you can just scratch that whole part. Um, but you know, we we want to get out there to the extent that um, we're making a real, tangible, measurable impact in how people do fire protection. Um, and, and so, I would think what that looks like is you know. Um, a high volume user base that's spread out across different areas. So this is not just sprinkler designers, even though they could very much benefit from the platform, but it's people that are working in fire alarm. It's a lot of people in plan review because we're getting plan reviewers equipped with the same resources that we have on the design and engineering side. So mm -hmm. they can police a whole lot better and they can look out for situations that they may not be looking out for now. So uh, and, and then, you know, from a measurable standpoint, you know, traditional training, if you will, it, it's just kind of like hey, we taught the course, whether you were watching or not or sleeping or not, that's on you. Yeah. That's that's traditional training. And, yep. and that's not what we want to be doing. If we're going to have measurable and um, impact, you know, what that looks like is actually seeing people's level of knowledge progress in advance far ahead of what it would have otherwise. And, um, you know, continuous challenges or engagements or um, exercises where, you know, we can see a, a tangible difference in productivity. So you're knowledgeable, but you're also able to do something with that knowledge in a real tangible, measurable way. And I think if we are able to get there, and do that on enough scale, that's where I think, you know, these kind of gray areas of the industry that are just overlooked or ignored, or, you know, there's there's parts of the standard that exist, but people haven't been doing that because, you know, it's it hasn't been done that way in this area, or it's not enforced in this area, that kind of thing. Those it's are dangerous areas where, ways in the fire protection industry, in, in any industry is the yeah. way, it's the way we've always done it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, well, they don't enforce that here. It's like, well, that's a joke. You know, if it's that's in the right. book, it's in the book. Like, people yeah. are a lot smarter than me. I've worked on this book for a long time. Yeah. I, unless I've got a really good understanding or a really good reason of the depth behind that, and there can, you know, the, and I've got a better solution or, or more applicable solution, you know, there's a lot of really good wisdom in that book. And, and so, you know, I, I think the, the end game, uh, for this, this is a really big impact project, and I think we can do a whole lot of good if we stop thinking about training in terms of somebody delivering something and then it's hands off, and instead think about continuous support, resources, uh, tools, and getting those in the hands of the right people that can really make a you know a, a, a bigger difference in uh, you know promoting the industry and doing it really, really well. I, I say, you know, quality fire protection. I mean, you, yeah. We have a lot of the answers already. It's just a matter of equipping the right people that can make that impact, make better decisions, more informed decisions, better code compliance, better installs, better design. We can do all of that better than we are today. With, when you're talking about the training aspect and accreditations, you mentioned accreditations, what kind of accreditations are available? with this, with this training, if you do a course, what kind of accreditation do you get? Do you get a nice certificate to slap on the kitchen, uh, on the, the, on the fridge? Stuff, <laughs> that somebody is the boring has, stuff, but it's also some stuff that people are going to want to know because people are going to want to Somebody asked like, so when I'm done with this, can I be like a Meyer fire level two? Like, no, there's not going to be a Meyer fire level two. If there um, is somebody that's a Meyer fire level two, I at least want to be one level above everybody else regardless. <laughs> no, I, I think I think over time, and I don't, I don't want to promise anything I, I, I can't deliver on. So we're really, you know, this is this is in the near future. And we've been um, experimenting with some of those concepts. But I, I think there are there are good gauges and measurables that you could use that bring feedback to a user. So you say, at, at this point in time, where am I really strong? Where am I weak? Where do I have opportunity to improve? Is it productivity? Is it inspections and testing? Is it, um, you know, fundamental code understanding? Like there, there, there's there's ways that we can measure that and give that feedback back to the users so that they can improve and make informed decisions about themselves. Um, so that's the piece there. So there is no, um, we're, we're really not interested in, you know, a, a certification level or replacing any of those kind of systems. That's not, that's not really the space we're going to live in. What, what we're hyper-focused on is what is relevant to doing good things in the industry and how do we help somebody be more relevant or be better or be more right. productive in that space? So, um, yes, if we do, we are certified as an international code council preferred education provider. It's a lot of words. Wow. Um, wow. so if you, you will get a certificate for continuing education credits from the ICC, and then we also are a nice recognized training provider. So, um, so you get nice uh, uh, credits as well. Um, those are the two yeah, certification bodies that, that we go through. So if you if you are, let's say you're 10 years in and you want to learn things or revisit topics, or that kind of stuff, we've got a lot of people that do that. And that's great. Yeah. Um, they can pick up CEUs and PDHs from that as well. How many instructors are there right now within the organization? We've got, uh, you would know, there, I would say actively there, we've got uh, like eight or nine, I would say like active yeah. instructors that are working on something at any particular time. And keep um, in mind, Joe, yes, I know these, but I'm asking these questions as somebody who doesn't know. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you know this answer, Chris. Yeah. I told you. Why are you asking me this? We do, we talk about this all the time. 
<laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? You have to turn in your scripts. You have to turn them in. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm not getting anything now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would say we've got eight or nine instructors that I would say are, are active. We've got a, um, a, a total instructor base right now. Um, what, what would you say? 16? Yeah, I was going to say 15 or 16. Yeah. Different people that are, that are working on things. We're outlining things. Uh, the, the goal is that, I, you know, I, I try to, it's, it's a profit share platform. So, um, you know, the instructors benefit from the growth of the platform and everything as well. And, and that was very intentional. Um, the, the goal for me as somebody who's trying to, you know, put this together and deliver it in a way that's extremely helpful is really to marry the, uh, right content or the right subject matter with the person that's knowledgeable and passionate about it. And right. if, if I can do that well, then, you know, we get the right people teaching the right content and it makes for a much more engaging experience. And then, um, you know, probably more importantly, more helpful experience. So we've got this platform, Meyer Fire University. It's got excellent visuals. It's got excellent, like the, the videos are starting to come, stuff like that. Where do you see fire protection training, not just with Meyer fire in general, but, but, but fire protection education, where do you see that? I know you've got a two year kind of look ahead, but where do you see that in five years as technology in the industry advances? So does the training. So how, yeah. how are you seeing, are you seeing a lot of VR coming down the pike for, for training platforms? Like I know there are things like Viking has the, uh, the, I call it the virtual valve room. Um, mm -hmm. I, the Viking, virtual, whatever they have their spe uh, specific thing that they have. Do you see a lot of training going that direction or do you see it maintaining the hands-on kind of old school approach? Um, I think it's going to be a combination of things. So, you know, it, VR, AR, like those are really good. I, I would say buzzwords are kind of at the buzzword stage. They right are, now. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? But um, I, I think more than anything, two years from now, or maybe three or four years from now, is that we as the consumer, as the user, we are going to have higher expectations for what the quality of any of that training or delivery needs to be. Right. So, you know, we it's, it's not a secret that as an industry, we tend to lag behind other trades. Um, you know, if you're talking about like Revit add-ins and stuff, fire protection hasn't even recognized as a discipline in Revit. You know, it's a, it's a sub-discipline. And even then, you know, it's like it was five, 10 years after everything else for everybody else that, that, that we got the interest in that. And so we, we trail other industries, but I think, um, you know, with the advancements that we've got in AI, with the opportunities we've got with VR, I think as a user, we're even Sorry. in. Yeah, my camera's dead. Keep going. Ah, ah I lost you. Um, <laughs> I think even in the fire protection space, even though we traditionally lag behind, um, I think our expectations are going to raise really, really fast. And we're just not going to have that same level of tolerance for just kind of, um, you know, to just, just, uh, we're, we'll have, we'll have better expectations. And I think that providers will step up and, and we'll all be getting better content. That's, um, you know, more relevant to today. I'll put it that way. Well, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, with, with new things that have come out, uh, like application-based training. Good idea. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about apps? Yeah. I'm or talking about the app now, like the, yeah. Application-based training, like where people <laughs> just find training on their phones, man, that was such a good idea. I'm so glad. That okay. So, so to be fair, the back history of this is that 
Chris has been telling me for like, I don't know, since we've known each other that I need to create an app, right? This is, uh, this is like, I don't know, day two of a conversation is, yeah, the stuff you do is nice, Joe, but you need to have an app. And I said, an app's not a, that's not a problem solver. That's, that's like a nice thing as a millennial to be like, yeah, we created an app. We're changing the world through an app. Um, so I've, I've pushed back and said like, listen, I can't, I can't, I can't put in six figures in an app development if I don't have, uh, you know, a, a tangible impactful outcome that I can, that I can get out of that. And now in a very roundabout way with all the university stuff we've done, we want, <laughs> we want to be accessible and always live and we want to get past the computer barrier. So this isn't location-based. You don't have to be in a specific location. You don't have to start at any time. It's, it's always, it's daily continuous on demand. Well, by extension, that means we need an app. And so what a, a month ago we released our app Yep. and now you can get all of our content, the PDFs, the exercises, and all of the tools that you wanted in an app. It's all in the app now. So if you're a university subscriber, you just get it for free. It's on um, iOS and Android. But yes, long story short, we finally got what you wanted. It just took me like six years to do it. Thank you. That's all I wanted. That is the most, again, the most long-winded. I, You know what? I'm taking that as a thank you. I'm taking it as an attaboy. That's good. Thank you. I don't get those a lot. And I, uh, you know, I appreciate it. Um, it was, it was a brilliant idea that you came up with six years ago and it just took me a really long time to execute it. That's all. That's all I needed to hear. Thank you. Well, we could wrap this up now that I've gotten that. Attaboy. That's all I needed. <laughs> awesome. Joe, uh, I'm sure we're going to talk later, later on on the phone. Um, but yeah, what, what I wanted to do was kind of do a, a reintroduction to the university. Um, not that I think you need an introduction because you know, when we're walking around the trade shows, everybody, you know, everybody knows who you are. They see the logo. That's not a bold face lie. That's not a bold face lie. Okay. So maybe like 2019 when I had a Meyer fire logo was wearing it sometime, the backpack or whatever, you know, someone said, are you, are you the guy that writes that? And that was really cool. And we walk around together. It is. 100% 100% the opposite now. No. There are like 10 people that recognize your face before anything Meyer Fire. And that's really cool. I'm totally jealous. I'm just throwing that out there. I think that's... No. <laughs> it's way cooler being Joe Meyer's friend than it is to be Chris Logan's friend. I'll say that. I, I like I like to type behind a keyboard and, and not put my face... <laughs> I've managed it, to stay off YouTube for a while now and, uh, and you're going to ruin that for me, but that's all right. I'm just going to, I'm going to take a snapshot of our episode and that's going to be my intro is it's going to be the podcast logo with just a picture of you. And then this is Joe Meyer. There's not a single person that's going to watch that. (laughs) My viewership just goes down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Awesome. Joe, it's been a long time coming. We've been trying to link, link this episode up for, I mean, I've been bugging you for the past couple of months now, but we finally got it down. Yep. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for uh, teaching me all the things about Meyer Fire University. Thank you, man. This is always a good time. Uh, tell everybody again where they can go and find it. Uh, so MeyerFire.com is the main website. If you Google that, you'll get ahead. Um, we get it spelled all kinds of ways and it, you know, end up in the right spot. All of the university content, all the, the learning, the PDFs, cheat sheets, flowcharts, tools, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, you can just go directly to Meyer Fire University, M-E-Y-E-R Fire University.com. And uh, yeah, all the information's right there. Awesome. Check out Meyer Fire University. Joe, thanks again. You got it. Thank you, Chris. Boom.
Hey everybody, the Laying It Down for Camp Buckle fundraiser is still going on. The donations have slowed down, but the hoses have not. This sea can is starting to get filled up. These are the ones I just unloaded from the trailer. Those are the ones that were sitting here since last year. These are all still sitting here from last year. We're looking to get donations rolling in. In addition to those hoses that I just showed you, I still have a picture that I'm gonna insert right here of all the fire hoses that are still up in Pickering, Ontario. Thank you to the Toronto Social Housing for donating 95% of these fire hoses, as well as everybody else from Southwestern Ontario and Ontario for donating hoses. But let's get those donations to roll in. The link is posted below. 20 bucks a hose. Let's get some money in and let's support Camp Bucko. Thanks, guys.